Welcome to the Zen Stoic Path. In this episode, we're going to be discussing a Zen story that will help us to better have more compassion and empathy for the people around us. Now, one of the reasons I bring this up is because we all have had this experience where we've seen someone judging another person, and often we think to ourselves, the very thing that you're judging that person for is something that you do and don't even realize. Or maybe it's perhaps something that they did in the past and maybe have gotten over, but at the same time almost forgot that they exhibited that behavior and are now judging this person for doing the same exact thing that they used to do. The interesting thing is, when we judge another person, what we often fail to realize is that the thing that we're judging in them is something that we're hiding in ourselves. And if it's something like a behavior that we've already gotten over, let's say, for instance, the behavior is interrupting people in the middle of conversation. So you see this person doing this thing and you realize that they interrupt people in the conversation, you start to judge them for it. You may not even realize that perhaps you do the exact same thing you're judging them for. Or you realize that I used to do this, you know, a few years back and I no longer do it. Now, in the second case, what's important to understand and realize is that If we're judging somebody for a behavior that we used to exhibit, what we're doing is expressing to ourselves that we're not fully over that yet, that we haven't forgiven ourselves or we haven't fully processed the feeling that we get when we think about exhibiting that behavior. So we've all heard the advice that forgiveness is really important, that forgiveness is key when it comes to being happy, when it comes to repairing relationships. But we also hear the advice with the caveat Forgive, but don't forget. And that idea, that sentiment still leaves things open for us to hold contempt or judgment over the person who has done wrong. Almost like there's a stain in the perception and you're forgiving out of a sense of self-righteousness, but not forgetting. In other words, you're still holding on to this thing. And that's not to say that we should forget the wrongdoings of other people. And what's important to remember is how we frame that in our minds. If we frame it as forgiveness in some way, there's still some emotional charge, still some emotional attachment to it. And this reminds me of the author Neil Donald Walsh, who wrote the book Conversations with God, where he says that understanding takes place of forgiveness in the mind of the master. Now, what exactly does that mean? The example that he gives when he's talking about that particular quote is the example of being at a birthday party for your granddaughter who's turning two. She's all excited. There's cake that's cut up on the table with cups of milk next to it for all of the people at the party. And this two-year-old, she's so excited on her birthday that she knocks over one of the cups of milk. And, and then it has a domino effect on all the other cups. And there's milk and soggy cake all over the table. And she starts to cry. Now, the thing that he asked in that moment is, do you forgive the two-year-old? No. You don't forgive the two-year-old. You simply understand that there was a point in time where you were two years old and where you maybe did similar things or were capable of such things. So you don't have to forgive. Instead, you're just understanding that that is where this individual is at in their stage of life. Now, why is that important with this whole idea of compassion and empathy? Because sometimes when we forgive, we forgive, but we forgive with still some emotional charge to our forgiveness, still some form of resentment or judgment or contempt or feeling more righteous than the person that we're forgiving. And when we do that, we're judging others. And so 
we want to ask ourselves, have you ever thought that maybe some people aren't even aware of right from wrong? Have you ever experienced this where you think something is so obvious that somebody did wrong, but they don't even realize that they did anything wrong in the first place? And they're almost bewildered if you bring it up to them. The thing is, we want to remember that not all of us have the same understanding about the same things in the same context, but it's important to be able to have understanding and the ability to be honest with our feedback and teach others to be better and for others to do the same for us in exchange. We want to keep in mind, as Marcus Aurelius would say, humans have come into being for the sake of each other. So either teach them or learn to bear with them. This is a really important quote because the idea of judging another person does not fall into line with coming into existence for the sake of each other. In other words, being made for one another. The reason why this is important is we want to remember that when we continue to judge somebody after the moment of noticing something that they've done wrong, rather than teaching them better or giving them direct, honest feedback, it only serves to hold us back from freeing ourselves because that which we judge in others is that which we hide from ourselves. So the moment that you're able to teach somebody else or help somebody else or give them feedback or at least be patient and understanding with them is how you begin to heal the parts within yourself that you may have been hiding from yourself. Silent judgment in your own mind or gossiping continuously about others keeps the noise going that's in your head, keeps the noise going that sustains unpleasant memories, and it prevents your soul from progressing in its development. So today's Zen story goes like this. A Zen master held his seclusion weeks of meditation. Pupils from many parts of Japan came to attend. And during one of these gatherings, a pupil was caught stealing. The matter was reported to the Zen master with the request that the culprit be expelled. The Zen master ignored the case, and later, the pupil was caught in a similar act, and again, he disregarded the matter. This angered the other pupils, who drew up a petition asking for the dismissal of the thief, stating that otherwise, they would leave in a body. When he read the petition, he called everyone before him. You are wise brothers, he told them. You know what is right and what is not right. You may go somewhere else to study if you wish. But this poor brother does not even know right from wrong. Who will teach it to him if I do not? I am going to keep him here, even if the rest of you leave. Tears cleanse the face of the brother who had stolen, and all desire to steal had vanished. Now, the importance of this particular story is to remember that the Zen master in this story with his student brought compassion and empathy to the table. And that compassion and empathy changed the person's perception that was stealing. It changed what he thought about stealing. It changed his desire to steal. Because oftentimes, when a person is doing something wrong, they're often doing it off of an emotional impulse that they don't even realize is there. They don't realize why it has come to be. But when we share compassion and empathy. We make somebody feel seen. We make them feel heard. We make them feel understood. That actively changes the way that they see the world. When a person feels seen and understood, 
they suddenly don't have the desire to lash out the way that they did before. They feel, in a sense, cared for by their fellow human being. So, we want to remember Marcus Aurelius's words. Humans have come into being for the sake of each other, so either teach them or learn to bear them. If you see somebody in your life doing something wrong, teach them. Help them. Give honest feedback. And if you don't feel like having that conversation, you don't feel like engaging with them, then simply bear with them. Be patient. Allow them to figure it out on their own. Now, this doesn't mean to abandon your personal boundaries. If the wrongdoer is continuously blocking your path or doing things that inhibit you from living your life, you can also choose to exit the situation and realize that the development of another person is not your responsibility or your burden to bear. Remember to replace judgment and contempt with compassion and empathy. When you lead with compassion and empathy for others, your own perception of yourself changes. When you stop focusing on the judgment and the separation that you feel between yourself and that person, and you instead focus on what is this person trying to achieve right now? What must they feel right now? What is going on in their mind? And you put your focus on understanding them. You put your focus on hearing them and making them feel seen. The perception of yourself changes because you no longer obsess about yourself. You no longer obsess about the ego and the different parts in which it's judging itself. But instead, you focus on the other person. You focus on understanding. And by focusing and bringing your attention to understanding another person, you end up understanding yourself. You end up seeing yourself more in them. So compassion and empathy does not just help other people to stop their wrongdoing or to help them see themselves in a different light. It helps you to see yourself in a different light.